Hello, my good fellows. What's happening with your bad selves? We are Hack the Dino, a game news show focusing on the past, present, and future of video games. I'm Ben Rosenthal, one of your co-hosts, and I am joined by the man to my right, weighing in at 225 pounds and standing at six foot three tall. He is the gaming anthropologist and Xbox's biggest fan, a floppy Starrick. Oh, I hurt my shoulder. Yeah, you punched that microphone. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. And his tag team partner for this evening, <laughs> standing at an impressive seven feet eight, <laughs> seven and weighing feet in eight. What is that? And over five hundred pounds. <laughs> he is the Millennial Falcon and the defending, reigning intercontinental champion, <laughs> Brayden Dixon. I was trying to think of what WWE theme to just scream, and then I was like, "That's a very." unpleasant audio experience so i decided against it hello everyone rap like john cena you know speaking of like wrestling and stuff i've actually got a wrestling story in this week's show oh my god <laughs> yeah, I, yes, I, I, do. I missed that uh so we're hack the dino we talk about video games past present and future news over here on hack the dino you can join us over on hack the dino uh, sorry, no, the other one. Twitch.tv backslash hack the dino for live streams such as this, as well as live streams of games. I streamed just before this show, and I'll talk to, uh, talk to you about it in a bit, but I did something I've never done before. That's right, I wore a bikini and had a hot tub stream. <laughs> Man, you just ruined my whole next stream. Oh, sorry. Um, you can also catch us over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino where we have the shows and other videos going up for your viewing pleasure including bad game reviews uh we also have uh parts of the show chopped up and some other specialist videos when we get around to it or you can just head over to hackthedino.com for your easy finger typing experience and finally we are also on all podcast apps that ever existed in the history of ever so if you don't like our faces completely understand head on over to spotify or itunes or whatever you listen to your podcasts on and follow us there and don't forget to leave a review or subscribe or whatever it is you do to help us find a brand new audience and welcome them into the dino family we give big hugs big dino hugs not t-rex hugs because they can't they've got little arms you ever thought of stuffing a cult I, feel like you I get, get called a cult a lot. <laughs> no, no, that's not cult. Oh. Hey, um, so, uh, Eth, uh, no, before we do that, Floppy, what have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing a few things, mate. I've been oh, playing right. a few things. So I was playing, uh, I think last show, I'd been playing Super Mario 3D World and I'd finished it. Yes. And I'd started playing Bowser's Fury. Yep. No, excuse me. What's it called? Bowser's Fury. Thank you. Bowser's furry, everyone, because Mario's a cat and he belongs to Bowser. And I finished it. It's a very different goal. Mario finished it as well. <laughs> no, I finished it. It was really cool. I really enjoyed it. I didn't like... Do you That's call not it, milk. Do you, do you class it as platinum? No. Not 100%ing? 100%. I, I didn't 100% it, but uh, I had a lot of fun with it. It was really cool. I really dug it. It was my first ever playthrough of Super Mario 3D World. Cool. Uh, which I think I talked about last time prompted me to go out and buy Captain Toad's treasure tracker. Yeah. Which now, I was am... that the prototype? The Mario 3D game? So I think the Mario 3D world had little Captain Toad levels in yep. it, which was a prototype for the Captain Toad game. Yeah, yeah. And those little sort of 3D puzzles where you, you know, you've got to turn the world around because it's this little maybe eight block by eight block world sort of thing, a lot of them, and, uh, or cube. And you've got to turn the world around to be able to see all the different views, to be able to know where to go and what to react to. And mm -hmm. Yeah, this game is so good. So I finished Bowser's Fury and went straight into this. Is this multiplayer like it can be on uh, 3D World? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked that far. So I've actually. been playing this with my uh, my daughter 
who's 13. Um, and when we play, I just go ahead and start doing the levels and working it out. She gets really angry at me. She goes, well, I'm just going to stand here then. I said, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I have not tried to play more. I didn't play well with others in video games. Um, but yeah, this game is great. Like, I love it. It doesn't matter how many levels there are. I'm into, I think, the third episode, and there's, I'm going to go 20 levels in each episode. Mm -hmm. um, and every single one, even though I know they're generally using the same sort of physics and the same sort of ideas, they use them such different ways um, that it seems fresh all the time. Like, it's really cool. So your whole idea is you want to get to the gold star at the end of the level. Um, along the way, you can collect the, the three gemstones and lots of coins, more coins, like any Mario game, 100 coins, extra life, stuff like that. But there's so much interactive stuff that you won't notice until you um, move the game camera around to look at all the different views of the world. It is, it is really cool. It's one of the coolest puzzle games I've ever played. Yeah, do yeah. um, you think you're going to go all the way with this one? Uh, like Bowser's Fairy? I am, I am already so committed to all the way <laughs> with, with this thing. You're all in? I'm, I am. I'm just, just like Bowser was. I'm not going to say what you want me to say because <laughs> my kids are probably watching. <laughs> um, um, cool. Yeah, it's really fun. It is a lot of fun. And you had a little stream during the week as well. I did. So I was trying to stream my third part of John Wick Hex, mm -hmm. which for technical reasons didn't work. But I, so I did stream a first part of uh, 13. 13. Which, X I I I. X I I I. Which was really cool. Like, I, I just like the stylus. I know it got panned for. Why did it get panned? Uh, just being janky, I think. Okay. But. Good reason to get panned. Um, I actually find the jankiness of it quite endearing because it is kind of like um, playing a game from the 64 sort of era, but it looks nicer. It's got that real cel-shaded look. So is it tank controls? No. No, it's normal. Imagine playing the, the campaign for Goldeneye, mm -hmm. but it, the controls work better and it looks cleaner. See, I did that because they re-released Goldeneye yeah. um, and it blew chunks. Yeah, okay, we'll get a better storyline in it too. And this uh, incorporates no, the comic book. that's a great storyline. It's a good one. There is a scene where the bad guys kidnap the girl and they're getting away and he looks and he's got a big smirk on his face and they drive past a big um, a, a big wall and all of a sudden you see a, and a freaking tank jumps through the wall, through the wall and chases them. I would, that seems uh, amazing. I would put that onto the movie, credit that to the movie, not so much the game. You drive a tank in the game. Anyway. You can squash people in it. Look at so they incorporate really cool comic book little things into this as well. So you'll shoot someone and as they're screaming, the, the letters... That's how they scream. That kind of sound will be it will appear in writing, like comic book writing on the on the in the game. Mm -hmm. And every now and again through the cutscenes, you'll get multiple panels like that. Wow. <laughs> you know multiple what? panels, who would have thought? You you say this and you, you put it down because I'm not putting it down. Because you like being an a hole. No, I'm I've just <laughs> lost the ability to talk normally. Yeah, <laughs> I am talking sarcasm and um, assholeness now. But yeah, it was really cool. And I had I had a few of the guys, a few of the people in our chat were watching and we're commenting through it and yeah, I had a fun and I think once I finish John Wick, I'm gonna go back and keep going with this one. Oh cool. Um, I've been playing a couple of things and not playing a couple of things. There, there was a game I wanted to play, but I only finished downloading just before the show started, so I couldn't. So next show, I'll talk about it. Uh, but the first one was I uh, created, we had to create a new Hack the Dino account on our PlayStation 5, so Floppy, I, and Braden can all play it together. And now what? PlayStation 5. Yeah, That's we right. We, we all own PlayStation 5s because we're in the gaming media. That's right. We've got connections, and those connections are pre-orders. <laughs> Um, so I booted up Fortnite 
uh, on the PlayStation 5 account, which means I have no skins, no anything. I had to start from brand new. Uh, so I went in uh, and started playing. And of course, the first game you play, it, it's bots everywhere. So easy victory. I did it. Uh, went, all right, they'll start putting me with real people now. Second run. Boom, Victory Royale. Two in a row. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, uh, guys in the chat, yeah, I've probably got time for one more game. I don't think I'll win this one. Went through. Came up against one or two people. Kind of sucked. Boom, three Victory Royales in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not anything to brag about because the majority of them were bots. It's <laughs> amazing they... how much you turned that into a brag, though. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I will never see that again because I'm quite certain next time I boot it up, I'll be... Jumped into the next level with people who actually know what they're doing. Is this it? Yeah. Have you just grabbed it? I just went to. Oh, I just went to the the vod on the uh, Twitch service. Okay. Well, don't show this because it shows my secret secret hiding spot where I get a really rare um, drop. Oh I don't man! Want people to if know. only it didn't exist on the internet. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta go. Um, I like that you used the green screen without using the green screen. Well, I, I just sort of went. Eh. I was setting up for the the show, and <clears> I thought, yep. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah, so it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it because uh, I enjoy Fortnite. It's fun. It's a fun game, even if you suck at it like I do. Uh, another game that I played recently was Pac-Man 99. Now, a lot of people may not know about this, but Mario died on the 31st of March, and with it, Mario 35, the Battle Royale game, went away from the Nintendo Switch online services. But they announced during the week Pac-Man 99, which is a Pac-Man Battle Royale. And i got to say, it's great because it's a lot quicker. So are you all Pac-Man or are you... Everyone's Pac-Man. When you eat a ghost, does it go to someone else's Pac-Man? Sort of. See that it goes down the side of the screen? Yeah. What you do is you go through them and then they attach to another ghost. So Inky, Pinky, Dinky or Spike, whatever their names are. Yeah. Uh, and then once you get a power pellet, you can go around and chomp the ghost and then they go to someone else's screen. So the idea is you want to make sure you get all those outlined or those sleeping ghosts, as they call it, um, to be connected so when you get the pill you've got like 20 ghosts in a row yeah, right. and you just go and eat all of them uh it's a fun game i've never been terribly good at pac-man i uh, i loved it as a kid um but i've just never invested the time into it uh but it's fun enough it's free uh it got me wondering is this what nintendo's sort of going to do so we can see on the screen there they're following the ghost and what do you what do you think they might do next I don't know. I mean, Pac-Man did appear on Nintendo systems. Um, I don't know. Zelda? Infinite Dungeon what Crawler? About, what about like a... Imagine a roguelike Zelda game in the NES graphics. The 8 what graphics. about something like this, but for like Space Invaders? No, I've already got my 1979 right. original tabletop. I'd just like to point out in the chat that uh, 808s uh, loves, my new, loves my blouse. Okay. Thank you. Now, now who's sounding all self assured this guy um yeah so i i actually would really like a ness 8-bit version of zelda which is just a random dungeon crawler what do you think of that Braden? old game's old what well millennial nah. attitude <laughs> no, coming at you no this is a this is, this is actually pretty cool like oh. i find it interesting it i mean it's the it, it's the exact same as mario and it makes perfect sense for them i i completely understand why they have done that what on earth they got skins mm -hmm. sure <laughs> why not i guess yeah it's interesting speaking of millennials you know what i heard today what's that i heard that millennials now say refer to the 90s as the late 1900s <laughs> that's so why? dumb i love it that's not correct in any form <laughs> apart from the fact it has the nine in it <laughs> Oh, uh, speaking of nine, seven comes two numbers before nine. And I downloaded Tekken 7. 
That's the link. That's that's what you're getting. That was good. Uh, now I did this because remember last show they had that new character, the president of um, Norway, I think maybe. Anyway, uh, remember I said that uh, it was uh, someone who clearly knew what they were doing, who did the motion capture. We can see on the screen now someone doing the person doing the motion capture for Lydia. Turns out it is none other than Tatsu Naka, who is uh, a seventh dan in the karate style that I study, and I've actually studied with him in Japan. That guy? That guy there. You did karate? No, I did karate. Yeah, really? Yeah, 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 go to Japan. Um, so yeah, he did the motion cap for it. A That's guy actually, who I actually look up to and have trained with, uh, yeah, did the capture for it. So I've downloaded the game. I downloaded the DLC, because I think at the moment it's only 13 Australian dollars on um, the PlayStation 4 shop. Uh, and the DLC was like eight bucks. So I thought, yep, yeah, that's worth it to play as Naka Sensei. And uh, yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to even maybe because I've never played a Tekken game. Uh, maybe even doing a stream where I'm playing as Lydia, and I'll just sort of like critique the karate style. <laughs> you gonna talk shit about this dude's? Karate? Hell no! Oh my Not god! Not at all. No. I love this man more than anything. So when you say you've trained with him, you've ever been like, is it like in the same room or like? He's taking the, no, he's taking the classes where I've been in there. So when I go to Japan, it's a what they call a gashiku, which is two times a year. Um, you have to be second dan or higher, second dan black belt, to go to Japan and train with second dan and higher other black belts. And you basically get instructions from JKA headquarters. They tell yeah, right. you the way you are supposed to be doing these moves and what it does so you can go back and, and teach others yep. and sort of spread the word. And Naka-sensei is one of the very high up people. He's like their heads of, head of media. He goes around Japan um, sort of experimenting with other styles as well and, and sort of looking for the true essence of karate and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, he's Pretty excellent. Awesome. He's a former world champion um, in Kumite, uh, but he just teaches now. And he, he's fantastic human. Very nice man. That's cool. Anyway... Tekken 7's great. You know what else is great, what? I guess? E3's back. Woo! Now, we often talk about E3. Floppy, for those of us at home, or in the car, or in the toilet watching us, have a good one. Um, can you Weird. explain to us what E3 actually is? Uh, it's like you want me to tell you what, they, what the three E's were? Well, you can if you want, but I mean, why would people go to E3? Well, because it was where you got all your gaming news of all the new things that were coming out. But what is it exclusives? Like? It was a, it was like a media show. Yeah, a conference. A right? conference. A like. conference. A media conference where people would announce their upcoming projects, mm. show cool trailers, gameplay stuff, things like that. And then it slowly evolved into sort of like the. It almost turned into an ex. Like, well, I know it's got Expo in the title, but it almost turned into like a PAX, like a. A, cons a consumer event. Yeah, yeah. Well, they sold tickets for while well, they still could have live people there for the past previous years. Yeah. Um, yeah. That so, didn't sell out, surprisingly. That was yeah, which is surprise. weird. Like, but yeah, it went from being a, a purely media um, event to a, a media slash consumer conference slash expo. A game, a place where you could pay a, a large amount of money to go and stand in lines for four hours a day to play 10 minutes of the latest game that you get to play in a couple of months' time. Like PAX. Yeah. But PAX was more interesting. Anyway, uh, E3 cancelled last year and the year before that as well? No, no? cancelled last, last year because of, of, obviously because of COVID. But even then, it was sort of like... Uh, People had been pulling out. Sony had pulled out already. E EA had not been to a one in, yeah, a while. in a couple of years but yeah uh, and we're well, doing their own things in like nearby venues at the same time yeah that's right in the car park i think yeah. that's pretty cheeky ea set up in the car park across the road weird um 
but they have big conferences. I'm sure you've seen it or, or heard of it, especially if you listen to this show. E3 is back this year as a digital-only event because, obviously, the ongoing global bastard is still... Uh, Rearing its ugly head. Yes, and uh, we, we don't like people dying. That, that's a bad thing and should not happen. No. Uh, so from June 12th to 15th, they've announced that there will be a digital-only event. Now, there was some controversy because people thought that you would have to pay in order to view the digital event. How did that rumor come uh, about? Like, is it internet. just a misconception? Or did... Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think, well, either that or they were sort of experimenting with maybe getting people to pay for it. Like which a pay-per-view is... fight yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, basically. Which is kind of strange because, like, companies release their own sort of like Nintendo Directs or State of Plays or... Um, yeah, all the time. They release it all the time. It seems to be the the common thing now yeah. to the point where that's where we were starting to think that e3 was going to go away permanently because they don't need e3 or the six-figure sum to be at e3 no. or the crunch the devs go under in order to get stuff happening for e3 i really like the idea of it all happening at the same time and you get all those big uh sort of reveals and all those big announcements within the, the same sort of few days yeah i like that yeah absolutely and you also have um it's, it's exciting jeff, jeff Keeley's doing his summer of gaming yeah. as well um, but yeah, the ESA have come out who are behind E3 and have said that it will be free. That's what I was trying to find. <laughs> that was to... a long time to remember a very basic word. I was trying to see if there was any more information that I've put here, but there wasn't. Uh, already confirmed to be at this digital only E3, uh, Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, Warner Brother Games and Koch Media. Uh, missing uh, Sony, EA, Blizzard, Square Enix, who, if I don't know if you remember last year, actually took the Sony, um, spot, Sony, Sony spot. So what does this mean for people who go to E3? Not only to sort of get all these scoops, but what does it mean for the interacting? Because a lot of deals are traditionally done behind closed doors at E3. Sort of the whole gaming industry converges on the LA um, Entertainment Center. And that's where you, you sort of do deals and indie game devs sort of get you know, picked up by publishers or... Yeah, look, I, I don't... I think that was sort of on the way out anyway. Really? With so much, so much of it getting done digitally already. And with everything that happened last year, I don't think everyone was expecting it to go back to all into one big conference sort of convention theatre and we'll all have chats. I think everyone's already comfortable enough with doing so much stuff digitally now that that wasn't really going to happen this year. I don't think so. Well, they've announced that next year, 2022, they are definitely having a event where people attend. Yeah. Um, I just don't think it was expected this year. I don't, okay. think, I don't think people are surprised. So do you think this is sort of like what they will have to do going forward? Do you think the live event will continue on or will it have to be scaled down? Um, is it dead? Is it gone? Are cons done as a whole? I think depending on how this one goes, is if this goes flawlessly and... It's cost-effective for people because you're not paying for an entire convention center and all the other things that you have to pay for, probably insurance when you have a building full of people, um, stuff like that. I think this might be the way that it goes. I mean, there were reports that they were asking five to six figures to have your event featured in the digital See, um, that's, slideshow. That's odd. It is odd because, firstly, companies have been doing that Without E3, you'd just do it on your own. Then, yeah, you just you? bring it out a week or a week before or a week after E3. Yeah, or even at the same time. Even if you're not part of E3, there's nothing saying you can't put up on your own website a, a thing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also, 
like that was the same price they were playing for floor space. Yeah, I think that's just a hangover from being a bit money grubby over that without them actually sitting back and thinking about, I don't know. Look, I'm not, not I don't organize these big things. I don't particularly know who's doing the whatnots and the wares. One thing I will miss is the awkward devs coming out who, who don't have oh. any media training at all and just freeze on stage because they're in front of thousands of people talking about their game and they're very nervous. It's always the Just Dance people. Always. <laughs> it's always the Just always Dance Always Ubisoft. God, oh, guys. Ubisoft. The Bethesda people are always really cool. Don't forget Peggle Guy. <laughs> Peggle Guy. Who's that? The guy who came out and was super excited for Peggle 2 and he was just like, yeah! And have then it was dead silent. Have you played Peggle 2? Peggle's fucking lit, dude. It is Peggle's the shit. so good. All I remember is watching an E3 with Dan and one of his childhood hero grunge singers, Andy K.O. or whatever his name is, <laughs> was singing a song for, um, what game was it? It was Rage or Rage 2. And he came out and he was, they did a full like song set. And he's like, oh, yeah, rah, 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 and cut to like audience shots and the audience just sitting there going, can we see the games now? <laughs> uh, um, give them the chance. Like, uh, because we are extremely... <laughs> there he is. <laughs> Peggle 2 dude. He's, he loved that game. Wow. He got low to the ground. He, he did that on purpose. He knew. He was... Wow. Um, yeah, given that we're uh, uh, high up there in the gaming Patheon, um, what are we going to do when we get invited to E3 next oh, year? Oh, man, I'm going to go in a bikini. <laughs> like, would you be interested in going to an E3? Dude, absolutely. Like, that is, uh, if that happens, um, I'm not, I don't think it'll get back to what it used to be. Um, but if it did, absolutely. I'd never pass up an opportunity just to be in that atmosphere, surrounded by so many people that have similar interests and stuff like that. That'd be great. What a cool atmosphere and just a, a cool place to be. Let us know in the chat or in the comments below if you would go to E3 given the chance and whether you would pay six figures to have your game featured. Oh, I didn't say I'd do in that. In a slideshow. Well, I, I know. Braden, would, would you want to go? I'm really not too sure. I think I'd, I'd, I would go if I had something that I wanted to talk to devs about. Are we talking about, like, obviously, hypothetically, no pandemic anymore? Yeah, oh, 100%. Mm. If everyone's vaccinated, all the people yeah. who don't get vaccinated are yeah. dead. I like would, that's that's what I'm for. Snoop Dogg. Yep. Um, I would just love to be in surrounded by like-minded people that are into the same stuff that I'm mm. in. That's that's just cool. Like, the conversations you would have would be great. Yeah, that'd be a very wholesome, good community. Dylan, I was would be. joking about the bikini to E3. That's totally for a stream later. And uh, if you, the thought of floppy in a bikini scares you, you can abandon his stream when he does it. Much like the game that was teased during the week. Abandoned. Oh, oh, such Jeez. a bad segue. I got there. I had That's to get did you that was such a walk. <laughs> I almost what, wanted to what? get there. It doesn't make any sense, Brayden. <laughs> exactly. Brayden! It, it was such a walk I had to drive, and it was such a drive of that walk that I had to get fuel. Brayden, why would you say that, Brayden? Brayden. That was a good one, Brayden. Um, anyway, uh, Blue Box have announced their next game, or first game. I'm not sure, actually. I should probably do my research. Blue, uh, Blue Box have announced a game. A game on the PlayStation um, site, blog place. Uh, Abandoned. It is a first-person survival horror and is described as, quote, Abandoned stars an anamnesiac hero named Jason Longfield. That's a shit name. Who must escape a mysterious forest, finding food and ammo to fight or sneak his way out. 
Uh, the game will focus more on hiding and aiming than run and gun gunplay, so I'm out. Uh, for example, if Jason is out of breath from sprinting, his aiming will suffer, and the firing rate on all the weapons in the game is slow compared to heavy action shooters. I thought you liked hiding and aiming. No, no, no. That's only in Fortnite when there's better people and oh. I can just cheese it with <laughs> okay. a, like camping. Sorry, I got confused. So when there's an actual progression that you have to make, no. Nah. No, but we fucking camp there and just go, no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm all about that. A, game, a gameplay video is coming soon. However, I brought this up for a reason because there wasn't much on the PlayStation site when they announced this. What really got fired up uh, was that people started joking that this was actually Kojima's latest game for PlayStation. That it was uh, what PT was. It's not Silent Hill, but it's Kojima's horror game that he'd been heavily rumored to start with. And that Kojima was involved with Blue Box. And, and uh, yeah, it was started as a joke. Uh, and then the comments went to, oh, maybe it is PT. You guys. Hey, hey you guys, I think it is PT. You, it's P Kojima's doing PT. It's called Abandoned. Holy crap. Kojima is abandoned. He's doing it. He's doing it, everyone. I love how quick it goes from... What a funny idea to, oh my God, it's true. Well, it got so bad in the course of, I think, seven hours, <laughs> uh, Blue Box had to come out and officially do a press release saying, um, look, we really admire and respect Kojima, but we're like an eight dev studio. <laughs> never met the guy. We've never met Kojima before in our life, guys. It's not his. But look at the reflections on our gun. That was really cool. The um, the gun. Do you know what else is also really cool? What's Speaking that? of Kojima. Remember last show we were talking about, last show or the show before, how there was a Phil Spencer interview and in the background we could see a Luden? Yes. Uh, one of the, or well, Kojima Productions mascot. Yeah. And we were saying, well, that pretty much spells out that, you know, maybe Death Stranding is coming to Xbox, the exclusivity time frame's up. Um, turns out there are very heavy rumors that Kojima is actually in talks with Xbox to develop an Xbox exclusive game. Kojima Productions on Xbox exclusive in order to help them try and crack the Japanese market, which they haven't been able to lately. What do you think of that, Crumpet? I think you whack some jam on that with a little bit of cream and I'll gobble it up. I will eat all of its face. Brayden, what do you It'd think about Kojima and Xbox? I think it makes perfect sense. He had his fun fun and tumble with PlayStation, who he's fun been in bed with for a while. So why not try out the other team? That's what I said Thanks, when... Brayden. When... Never mind. How was that, by the way? I'm so tired. You're a sports dad now? I'm so <laughs> like a 40 year old coach. He's fun oh. and tumble. Hey, if a sports dad encouraged their kid to try out the other team, <laughs> you know, hey, that's a very progressive dad. Good or for him. is it a. Is it not a sports dad, but is it just a really progressive father talking yeah. to their child? Just understanding, hey, you know what? About whatever, relationships. Whatever floats your boat, you do you. Yeah, man. Honestly, it makes sense. Now. Like, you know, I actually like just off topic. If you are way off topic, if you're attracted to everyone, Kojima. Well, no, see, that's no, me. Make it, make it gaming related. Okay, make it gaming related. If you're Kojima, and you're attracted to me, I was gonna say PlayStation. For okay. Sure. All right. Sure. Um, if you're Kojima and you're attracted to PlayStation, mm. um, but you're also attracted to Xbox, mm. it would make sense just to like not hedge your bets. On, on one, because there could be a really good item over on Xbox that you haven't even realized yet. Okay, so, you, you, sorry, you did make it objectification in there. I will get you to backtrack a little bit. Did I? Yeah, item. 
Oh, shit, fuck. Ain't great. Uh, Okay. Uh, (laughs) Don't forget Nintendo. Yeah. Everyone forgets Nintendo. You know what? People don't be dicks. Mm. Love Kojima. Let's move on, please. Yeah, let's do that. that. Where did that... I don't even... (laughs) Purple. I was trying to be like just, you know, letting people know that they don't have to be nasty. Others, probably an easier way of doing that. I know now. (laughs) This is why I write things down so I don't say stupid shit like that. I'm sorry. I'll just let everybody know that's watching and listening. That was not written down, it wasn't. I was trying to be deep and metaphorical. Our team of script writers did not plan that one. No, I went off script, I went off book. Lesson for the day don't go off script. In fact, maybe I should look at my comments and delay them, (laughs) floppy. Just like these games have been delayed. <laughs> I didn't even see that one. How did you not see that one? Oh, oh I'm God. also quite tired. <laughs> Floppy, some games have been delayed. They have some games that I'm looking forward to too. What are they? First of all, Star Wars Lego, which myself and Brayden so are super for keen for. But you know what? Delaying is fine. If they need the time, I'm happy for that because I want to play this game at its best. Mm. I know I'm saying that about a Lego game. Dude, no, this is no, you this like Lego what you game. like. I this love Lego, Lego games. Lego games so are good. great. This thing is going to be unreal. I think we chatted about possibly streaming this, Braden. Yeah, when it, when it eventually it comes out, we'll do some co op stream for it. Yeah. I love fun. the Lego games. I pretty much play all of them. I think there's only a couple here and there that I haven't. Um, but yeah, look, that's been delayed indefinitely at the moment. Mm-hmm. Now, we also did have The Last of Us Part 2 that got delayed indefinitely. Indefinitely so just means we don't want we to give don't you a date. We don't know yet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think Last of Us turned out being like a couple of months. So who knows what can happen with this? It doesn't matter. Hopefully, it's not next year because I think both Braden and I have it on our Fantasy Critic, depending on which one. Really hoping that. I didn't know they had Mandalorian in this as well. Maybe that's why they delayed it. Oh, shit. Sweet. That's cool. I didn't know that. They've also got online. What? what? I haven't watched this whole trailer. This is cool. I've been watching Clone Wars uh, series a lot lately. Um, and it's actually given me like a desire to go back and watch the prequels. Because Hell yeah. I'm still watch watching it. the Clone Wars and going, maybe. Oh, man, dude, the prequels are not bad. Go watch them. They're so fun. I mean, yeah. I was Except younger two, two when they came out. It, they were the first movies that we'd seen that weren't the original trilogy and no one knew what was going to happen. No, and if- this is pod racing. Yeah. That's what a I real really trick. Like, that that was actually in one of the episodes of the uh, Clone Wars. Oh. Yeah. They, they battled and they come down. Obi Wan and Anakin are sitting there, and uh, Obi Wan just goes, "Anakin, you and your spinning." And Anakin just goes, "Hey, I hear it's a good trick." <laughs> it's real good. Anyway, everyone watch Clone uh, Wars. What else has been delayed? Death Loop also got delayed. Yes. Now till September fourteenth, I believe. Yeah, it's supposed to be out so, May twenty one. So yeah. it's been delayed till September fourteenth. So it's still hopeful it can come out this year, but this is what the third time it's been delayed? Second? Second. I think. So Um I think we're gonna see way more of these delays for the next couple of years before we just start people seeing people not put out dates mm. uh until they're closer to the time. Yep. Um, I think things like cyberpunk, things like any of the, any of the game crunching, any of the game breaking sort of stuff that's been out over the last couple of years has pushed everyone far enough that they're not afraid now to delay their games. Cross fingers. I hope they're not afraid. To well, delay I mean, their games. we saw the, I think what you're getting at is the cyberpunk backlash. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, that shouldn't have happened. It should, um, like it shouldn't have. It should, that something should never have been released. That was that broken. That was a management decision, and I think uh, I am more than happy for people to delay games. Like, yeah, we've got enough games now. 
uh, both that come out in the past year and have come out previous to the past year. There's plenty of you for you to play. There is plenty of games of service for you to play. I have so many games. <laughs> like, seriously, I've got a whole room there full of games, half of which I don't think I've played. All right, that I'm a collector. That's different. But my point being, there is a multiple, multiple, multitude of games out there that you can play while you're waiting for these to come out. And a couple of months delay to polish it to get it working is worth it because as um, floppy, not floppy. What's his name? Nintendo man. Braden. No, the other Nintendo man. Oh, Kojima. No, no. He's, he's Reggie. Phil not Spencer? Reggie. No, I've forgotten his name. Miyamoto. Oh, that guy. <laughs> um, says you know, a, a broken games broken forever. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Because you have DLC now. But yeah, anyway, that too. But we uh, also don't yeah. want fifty gig down, fifty gig day one patches. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But yeah, so delay them. That's fine. I think we're going to see way more delays, and then I think later on, give it a couple of years, we'll just see games not be given dates for a longer period of time. Because mm. the other thing that happened is Borderlands Three for the Switch has actually been removed. Yeah, that came up just I think today. Someone spotted. I think it was uh, Spawn on Me spotted it. Um, they they had a uh, Borderland director's cut. We can see on the screen there the Peggy eighteen mm. info or whatever it is. Peggy. Uh, Peggy, Peggy, whatever. Peggy, uh, but we can see there PC, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, PlayStation Five, and Xbox Series X and S Switch has been taken. So no more Borderlands Three Director's Cut coming out. I wonder if it's just not working on it, and they've decided to just cut their losses. Well, it would make sense. Yeah, like if you can't get a machine that uh, has the ability to, I don't know, upscale to four K and um, have a more powerful processor yet you would cancel it you'd probably wait until that actually comes along yeah, wouldn't you you'd just shelve it mm. Mm. Uh, what do you think the what other things do you think we may see getting delayed well I don't know um, like I hope we don't but I completely understand if we do because these are unprecedented times in which we live in um, I'm kind of hoping that we don't see the delay of these games I was thinking what are the odds of the Pokemon games getting delayed I'd say small very small? I'd say very small. I think the Pokemon games are something that they've done so many times that they've kind of got them down to a fine art. They don't actually change the game a lot anyway. No, they don't. Especially so I think those guys, specifically the Pokemon games, I think are a safe bet. I think Nintendo more or less is a safe bet. They don't. You don't see lots of Nintendo stuff getting delayed, do you? No. Generally, no. Um, I think especially Pokemon games. I was going to say, I think mainly just because they generally keep it within the business until they are at a comfortable point. Exactly. Like so we they don't, don't announce... They didn't go, Metroid Prime 4, release date, and then they've had to delay it a bunch. Like, no, they went, Metroid Prime 4, here's a GIF, okay? Um, cool, we're done. That GIF wasn't good enough, so we're cancelling it, and we're making mm. another GIF. Stand by for more GIFs. So I think your Pokemon games are safe. I can't wait for this game. I don't care I mean, people complaining about it. It looks great. Dude, it's out so end of this month, right? No, that's Pokemon Snap. Mm. Correct. Diamond and Pearl? Probably yes. November, I guess. I'm so excited for this one. Yep. And then we go Arceus next Arceus year. Arceus next year, which is yeah. the, op the open world Pokemon game that everyone wanted. Pokemon Company finally gives you what you've been asking for for years, an open world Pokemon game. And what's the resounding uh, reply from the internet? Crickets. No, not like that. No, it's not crickets. It's quite the opposite. Oh, really? I've heard oh, we, crickets. We don't want an open world game like that. <laughs> oh. Entitlement. Oh. Is that what you hear? <laughs> anyway, um, the Horizon Forbidden West. Forbidden Wilds, whatever I, it is. It, look, it was supposed to be February, I think. Mm -hmm. And it's been delayed now. End till of the year. End of the year-ish. Hasn't yep. got a date. Um Look, they haven't got another date yet, so I don't think we'll see another delay. 
but I think we'll still get it this year. I think it'll just be end of the year. Right. And what about uh, the big grandpappy, the Halo Infinite? Oh, that thing's never fucking coming out. Really? <laughs> I don't think. You don't think it's coming out? Oh, like maybe one one decade. See, they delayed it a whole year, which I reckon was a really gutsy move on. And the correct the correct move to make after that gameplay came out. Yeah. Um, oh, look, it will come out, of course. But this year? I think it's going to come out. I think it's going to flop. Really? Yep. See, I'm quite the opposite because they know that this game has to win. This game has to hit all the bases. It doesn't running. mean it will, though. Well, no, but like, surely giving yourself another year, you know, the game wasn't that bad that it was unplayable. <laughs> Cyberpunk had another year. Um, or almost a whole another year from its original release. But though. Cyberpunk were working on multiple platforms. True. Like the big thing with Cyberpunk was that it was um, like PlayStation Four, PlayStation what Five, the hell is PC. That? Yeah, don't go into it. <laughs> Uh, like there was a lot there uh, that they had to work on and yeah. they, they just got too ambitious and honestly too greedy. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, I, I they're only focusing, I'm pretty sure it'll get cancelled on the Xbox One. I don't think we'll see it on Xbox One. Yeah. I reckon it'll just be a straight Oh, X Do release. you reckon it's going to be the first Xbox Series X exclusive? Possibly. It's not going to well, play on Well, not exclusive because the- they'll go on PC Game Pass anyway. Mm, okay. Speaking of exclusives... Do you know what is exclusive? The remake of Alex Kidd and Miracle World, exclusive to the Switch and Steam. Um, but I never in my entire life thought that a, an exclusive Sega retro game would be exclusive on a Nintendo console, that especially is, Alex Kidd. Man, that is a weird concept. Now, I played this game a lot as a kid. Um, my friend who lived down the road from me had a, a Mega Drive built-in game. Mm-hmm. It, it was the built-in game. Um, and it was them trying to get a Mario. It was a platformer, but instead of going side to side, most of the levels sort of went down or up. You did have a motorbike level, which you can see on screen now. Um, but yeah, th- this was a fun as heck game. And unlike the um, the dungeons, uh, what, what was the game that recently came out? With King Arthur? Um, the remake that came Ghost out. That and... Cra- Ghosts and Goblins. Ghosts and Goblins. Uh, the remake that recently came out and looked awful. This looks great. I love the art style here. Uh, they've got it so you can switch between the new remake uh, art style and the retro style. Uh, it's it's complete remake from the ground up. I Ooh, freaking love it. The lighting there looked really good. They've done that a few Sorry? times. The lighting there looked amazing. Yeah. They, yeah. they did that with the like Wonder Boy. here. Like, you ready? When he comes through this bit, like once it comes back from the old stuff, like this bit in here, just like, look at that. It looks yeah, wonderful, looks, doesn't it? Great. Yeah, that looks fantastic. That's the first level as well. So that's very yeah. similar to the Wonder Boy thing they did where they could, we could switch back and forth from the old and the new mm. um, looks. looks. You know, I've never played an Alex Kid game. Really? They're, yeah. they're pretty hard. They're fun. They're fun as heck, but man, they are hard. I still have people coming into work asking for Alex the Kid. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like 30 years later. They don't understand that consoles have moved on from 8 bits? Nope. Or 16, technically. Um, they say it wrong. Anyway, that was announced June 24th. June 24th. That is not far away. That is not far away at all. I'm very excited. I will be getting this game and playing it. I might stream it. Don't know. We'll see how we go. Before we go any further, can I just call out to the... I want to put a kudos out to the chat. Oh. Who would, the chat have noticed that Braden is not running at 100% today. <laughs> he's, he's tired. He had a big day. He's knackered. And they're getting behind him. They're like, you hang in there, mate. After this, have a hot Milo and a nap. And have a nap nap. And now, well. what a cool chat looking out for You're the, the guys. Best chat. Best Thanks, chat. guys. So wholesome. Well, someone has to look after Brayden because God we knows don't. I don't. God knows I don't. <laughs>
Okay, now, moving on. Switch Pro. We've all heard about it. We have. We've been following it very, very closely. I played um, one. Did you? No, not really. <laughs> but that's going to be great me. in the clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got some more information which points to an upgrade or a possible Switch Pro coming. Uh, the recent Switch firmware update has enabled the Switch's dock uh, to be updated. So the physical dock itself can be updated via a patch. Uh, Nintendo released an update for the Switch firmware, bringing the console's firmware version to 12.0.0. The official patch notes had nothing, uh, sorry, had been unusually small for such a change to their version number because usually it's like 11.1.1 yeah. or 11.2.1. And a lot bigger patch. Yeah, uh, but no one knew why this was so significant. Then data miners came along, our good old friends, the data miners, with their caps with the little light on it. And little pickaxes and, and overalls. Yep. Uh, and found out that they have added the ability for the Switch's dock firmware to be upgraded with coding supporting the theory that it could be upgraded to a 4K output. Uh, also found by data miners was evidence that there could be a Bluetooth uh, audio support uh, patched in as well, meaning that we can actually connect wireless headphones to the Switch in the year of our saviour, 2021. Now, I'm not super tech genius, so Q Braden, would you not need a physical Bluetooth receiver built in? Well, they've got those um, second-party ones or third-party ones where you can click a bit, clip it into the base. Yeah, so if they're suggesting that they just, they just do a software update, then that does mean that it is technically already built into it? Well, how do the Joy-Cons work? Who knows? Magic. But so I mean, sorcery. The fact that they can update the dock suggests to me that maybe we're not going to need a new dock or maybe we're not actually getting a Switch Pro console and we're just getting another updated Switch. You know, they updated it about a year after yeah. its initial life to have a better battery when it's yep. out of the dock. Maybe all they're going to do is upgrade the, uh, like we've said before, is the, the dock the, the key. Yeah, so uh, Braden, correct me if I'm wrong, but if they up do a firmware update to be allow, say, 4K, mm. do 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 you think that the stock standard HDMI cable that came with it is a 4K HDMI cable? I doubt it. Would you need to replace um, them all? I'm I'm very interested to see what they what they what they end up doing here. Whether it's a whether it's just a thing to be able to give it slight software updates that they then are implementing in their new dock or anything um i think we should be seeing a new dock like i'd be shocked if they didn't somehow what if they have, have you to seen how empty the docks are by the way yeah, I yeah. Saw someone tear one apart the other day and put it in like a little like neat one and i was like oh my god it's it's so small yeah it's purely uh, aesthetic um there's no reason why that screen has to be covered by the way yeah it's weird i think that's just mechanical protection yeah um, so I don't know what if, what if they're up doing the dock? So when breath of the wild two launches, you can play it on both your normal switch and the switch pro that launches with it. Do you mean in 2022 when it releases? No, no. I mean at the end of this year when it's released and they bring it out to coincide with the switch pro 2022, no, uh, 2021, February, 2022. I will fight you <laughs> with your bloody Dan seven karate Tekken star. Yes. I'll run. Yes, with that. I'll run. Um, so, yes. I don't know. <laughs> In conclusion, we don't no, know. 
But, but you're, I, you're glad you clicked on this. I don't think the Bluetooth thing is, is a thing because there is already a Bluetooth adapter to be able to use a headset with a thing, mm-hmm. but it's a physical thing that you require to be able to use Bluetooth. Right. And if you don't use that adapter, there is, I don't think there's a Bluetooth receiver for headsets in the dock or right. in, in your Switch. Mm. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a cool concept. I like, I'm like. i keen to see what they do do with it. Mm. Doo-doo. <laughs> Pee-pee. Speaking of doo-doo, um, we got a trailer for a game that I don't quite know how to describe. You so, know, Braden, can you just roll the B-roll? I read this about seven yeah. times and read it as Seinfeld. Yeah, well, I originally did as well. I had to go back and, and change it. This game is called Sinfeld. Um, it's described by developer Rarebird as an action horror comedy parody featuring various gameplay styles inspired by Resident Evil, Silent Hills, and PT. Like but it takes place in the Seinfeld world. So it does. You're, Van Buren boys. You you oh. you go to Jerry's apartment and you go through Jerry's apartment and you go to the diner. Uh, I need have, this. Kenny Rogers sign is there. Uh, what's even cooler about this, this was originally designed in Dreams about a year ago. Is that an Akira? Yeah, Kira reference. Yep. Reference from the channel. And like, this is the main character. Look how freaky this character looks. Whoa! Oh, Christ oh, alive! Oh, God, Jesus. make it go away. <laughs> oh, so, I hate it. Baby why face. is he an old man baby? Old man baby face. Head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the diner oh. to see the old man baby face. But yeah, this takes entirely oh. within the Seinfeld world. Um, there's the corridor. Uh, <laughs> this is so I, I, I can't dumb. describe oh it. Oh, my God, I need it. But without the baby man. What the shit is this? But yeah, I, I, this is, to Ooh. my knowledge, this is the first... Whoa, God! <laughs> You're right there flopping. Oh, oh, dude, this, this is, is foul. Disgusting. I need it in my life and it's gross. Um, this is the first time a game in Whoa. Dreams has been picked up and given a release. Which is really, really cool. Oh, oh, oh. What I are hate you... it so Oh, it's Terminator much. 2. It's Terminator 2 through the... Oh God. my God. Where is Dan with his brand new reaction memes oh. that we need right now? Yeah, honestly. Oh, you know, if you kept the trailer going, there was a part where he finds oh, the Festivus it, pole. We're only halfway through the trailer. Here we go. There's the Festivus pole. We're only he needs halfway to fight against, through. He needs to fight against that helicopter. So what does he do? He dodges the Kenny Rogers side. Oh <laughs> it's falling <my>. down. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And he goes up to the Festivus pole. And he takes on the power of Festivus by absorbing the Festivus pole. God, every time little... he turns his face around, it's terrifying. It's so ugly. Oh, oh my god. How has a grown man got the face of a newborn baby? And an old man at the same time. Oh, it's Benjamin Button. Oh my god. Oh, so he absorbs the power of Festivus Jeez. and goes all anime. Oh my god. And he fights with the power of Festivus. I hope he has a slingshot that's actually a man's ear. Good God. I, I kind of want this game. I really want it. That's it is so gross and weird and crap. And we all know that I like God, it weird just keeps going. rubbish. Oh. Do you know what else is weird and crap and rubbish, but I love it? Me? No, I don't love you. Um, during, I think, last week or the week before, All Elite Wrestling... Had a little match between the best friends and the best man, Miro. Uh, That was... It was called an arcade anarchy match. Basically, you had the wrestling ring in the middle and then a whole bunch of arcade amusements and arcade machines surrounding the ring. Do you mean game? Oh, okay. (laughs) What on earth? And why is Stephen Baldwin in it? 
<laughs> so they had a wrestling match. Uh, we just saw on the screen there, someone had their head put through um, the uh, whack-a-mole screen. <laughs> we can see the arcade cameras there. There's Miro taking on um, Troy. Uh, Jumping off a midway Mortal Kombat arcade. Yep. Then That's Orange Cassidy's in there. As well, Orange Cassidy's one of my favorite wrestlers. Oh, I was really hoping he didn't throw him through the arcade machine. Oh, that happens as well. Oh, uh, Brayden, if we can skip forward a bit, there's a really good Lego spot. Now, one of the... Um, yeah, that one there, Brayden. Going back with a teddy bear. That's it. One of the... <laughs> oh, no. Don't the, stand on the Lego. Of, no, no. One of the, the uh, classic oh. things we do in wrestling is get out thumbtacks and people get powerbombed or slammed into thumbtacks and they stick in the back. It's a classic hardcore wrestling thing that doesn't yeah. actually hurt very much. This guy, uh, This match... They got Lego pieces out. No, no, I'm sorry. I have stood on Lego. There is nothing in this universe that is as painful as standing on either A, an upturned power plug, mm -hmm. or B, a Lego brick in socks. Well, yeah. what you're about to see... It's going to be... ...is oh, a 90 kilo man about to fall on Lego that has been strewn around the ring. It was stuck in his back. Here we go. Oh! Oh my god. <laughs> that dude's in jeans. Hey, that's Orange Cassidy. That's real. Orange is oh, great. Man. That's Ow. real. That's that's real. That's real bad. Did you say thumbtacks? Yeah, usually they do thumbtacks. That's dumb. Yeah, but thumbtacks really don't hurt. No, but they pierce into you and stick into yeah, you. Yeah, but that's, that's anything nothing. that does that hurts. Wrestlers are really freaking tough. I don't know if is you know this. Tough the They're right all still word. just on the Lego. <laughs> yeah. Is they tough are... the right word? Yeah, Word. Oh, really, back. really tough. Yeah, he, yeah. look at the blood on his shoulder there. That's from Lego. Yep. That's not tough. That's dumb. It's all for entertainment. It's fantastic. That, so there's Miro. Oh. oh, these guys are having a race. No, no, they're, claw they're crawling their way back because we have the arrival of their lost compatriot. Ah. Um, no, no. I can't remember his name at the they're moment. They're trying to find all the, the pieces. Odyssey. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's his mum's driving him there. They're trying uh, to find all the pieces. They're a group called the Best Friends. Oh my god! Okay. <laughs> His mum drops him off at the arena. They usually arrive. Oh my god! That's so wholesome. <laughs> Her name's Sue. It's <laughs> absolute unit. Oh my <laughs> god! Her this is the best. Hope he says, I love your mum. Look, oh look at these pecs. Yeah. This dude, far out. Uh, How are so these guys fighting in jeans? Then they rejoin and there's Miro. He's the bad guy. Maybe uh, they're jeggings. Oh and so they he originally put um, uh, Troy out. Uh, <laughs> so now they're being up in the arcade thing. Um, Brain, if we can go to the other clip, because we also had a surprise return of Chris Statlander, who's a female wrestler for AEW in this match. Now she was going, uh, I think it's Penelope, is, is the evil female who uh, female wrestler who's there. You can see her here pulling out the ref out of the ring before Orange Cassidy get the three count. And the ref's going, hey, what are you doing? She's going, I had to do it. I had to. You know what? I've had enough of your rubbish. I'm going to go over and get something really, really bad and, and do something bad because I'm a bad character. So she uh, kicks Orange Cassidy in the nether region and goes, yeah, it's on now because you're not going to attack me. I'm going to take off my belt and I'm going to whip you with it as they make their way over to a skill tester. Oh, my God. So they're about to get Orange Cassidy whipped more. Who's that in the skill tester? Oh it's Chris God. Statlander who smashes the window out what into Penelope's face. What the hell am I... What is this? <laughs> it's Chris Statlander. Her old gimmick is that she's an alien. So she came out of a skill tester. <laughs> what did you put in our drinks? Good God. I'm not really sure if I'm awake or not right now. If I'm... Then, what's this? Oh, Jesus. Oh, 
That's an actual air hockey table. Air hockey table. They're not made for prop stuff oh, like that. It's fantastic. So, ladies and gentlemen, you oh. should really look up AEW and watch the amazing wrestling that happens there. It's so much better than this WWE stuff that you, you may have seen previously. They're not afraid. They're, they like having fun, and wrestling should be fun. And that was a hell of a lot of fun with arcade machines. We've been Hack the Dino. You have been a wonderful uh, guest here with us this evening uh, as we bring you the past, the present, and future gaming news that you desire and, and have to have cooked up and served to you on a plate that you can use your utensils to cut up nice and, and, and slim and, and put it in your mouth and chew 28 to 30 times before swallowing because otherwise you're not a real person. You're a robot. You drink everything in liquid form through tubes. That got weird. You can find us over on youtube.com backslash hackthedino or hackthedino.com for all our VODs or videos on demand, as people who don't like abbreviations call it. Uh, you can also head on over to any podcast app like Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud and listen to our voices there, where we release weekly podcasts about video games and their past, present, and future. That's our new tagline. I don't know if you've picked it up or not. Oh, I, I have really noticed like that it. you've said it a couple of times, and mm. I like it. It's, I, think it's, I, I think it's the missing piece. It only took us four years, but we finally found that missing piece. Watch out, millions. Here we come. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really solved it. I think we've got it there. <laughs> Good work, me. I hope it was that simple. Uh, Floppy, you got stuff you want to plug? Yeah, look, jump over to in Instagram. Find me on uh, Floppy Plays Glames. Glames. Floppy Plays Glames. Floppy Plays uh, At the moment, I've been a little more active than I, I've been trying to be a little more active than usual. Uh, posting up some of my recent pickups. Uh, my PlayStation, actually, my PlayStation camera was my favorite because I didn't even know they made that. That's thing. pretty cool. Flick through the, really the cool. pictures in that uh, in that post there, Braden. Uh, so you got the PlayStation symbol on the 20th anniversary controller and on the end of the camera. Never knew that they made it, just happened to find it in a That's store. It's actually really rare. Have you looked up how much it is? I haven't because it doesn't bother me, but uh, now I want to know. Well, you need to know for insurance purposes. Uh, just, if I break it, I mean, if someone breaks into your house and steals <laughs> it, you need to know how much you need to claim. Is it breaking when I just leave my house unlocked? Well, it's entering illegally. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mech warrior. You and need my... to invite me in like a vampire. <laughs> yep. And my two new favorite GameCube games. I'm certainly pale enough. That mech, yeah. Uh, crazy taxi. And Mario Kart Double Dash. Would you believe I've never played Double Dash? Really? Never. Good game. I can't Good wait. Good game. Oh, uh, yeah. So go and check out what uh, my latest pickups and, and things I'm playing. Brayden, you've got some big things to plug. Yeah. Uh, well, they, uh, we, we went and saw two big things fight. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and we reviewed it and we made the internet angry. So if you go head over to Millennial <laughs> Movie Talk on YouTube, uh, you can find our almost 4K viewed. Uh, why it sucks Far Godzilla vs. Kong review um, which has many a dislike that's fantastic um, good work yeah we're really happy with it uh, not the film um, <laughs> but the response from people has been excellent um, so hi I highly recommend go check that out we just reviewed um, Nobody as well that new Bob Odenkirk one from oh, the how was that? John Wick creators it's really fun yeah, is that the guy that played from Soul yeah, yeah from Better Call Soul and Breaking Bad he's a comedic actor is he's it good excellent. because I don't actually like that Character, and that's the only thing I've seen him play. Have you watched Better Call Saul? Yeah, I don't like it. I'm gonna you don't get like you. Saul? I just don't like him in that. Oh. I'm gonna get you to watch this movie with two words, and those two words are Christopher Lloyd. Oh, oh really? I mean, 
Really? Is he in it? Oh, yeah. He's like ancient now. Oh, Great God. Scott. He looks like he's going to turn to dust at any point in time. <laughs> is he it's the villain? Amazing. No, he's not the villain. Oh, okay. Which makes it even better. Is he the comedic relief? He's he's not even the comedic relief. He's, Marty! He's just so good in this movie, and I don't want to ruin it. Go see Nobody. Um, but yeah, Absolutely. go check out our reviews and everything. Um, it's been really fun. We filmed episode 100 in front of a live studio audience in one of our co-hosts' backyard. Really? Yeah, legitimately. We Why weren't a, we invited? Uh, because you guys actually have lives. We got, like, family. It's very... It looks very... It was a terrible episode, but it was really fun. <laughs> it was really fun. It's good fun. I highly recommend. Millennium Movie Talk on YouTube and on Spotify and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I had a podcast that I was doing for a while during our initial lockdown. That's sort of fallen by the wayside because Australia's sort of out of lockdown and pretty much... It, normal <laughs> um so i haven't had time to uh do any more retro trigger uh i had planned on doing one today but there were funds and gamesies that happened um i'm just <sighs> finding time to do it and get a backlog happening uh i, I might do it soonish even do if have, i um... do it by myself i was going to do a deadpool one that i'd written previously that i hadn't got a guest for i thought you know what? i should just sit down and talk about deadpool for an hour or so i can do that um i don't know guys Subscribe to Hack the Dino and follow me over on YouTube. Uh, not YouTube. Not YouTube. What's the other one I'm thinking of? Twitter. <laughs> Both the same. Is there anything that uh, you think is about 30 years or older mm. that you'd uh, that in? I talked to people in the chat that might mm. like to hear you do a retro trigger about. Well, I mean, I've I've got ideas. I've got plenty to talk about. It's finding the time to sit down because I actually write out the script. Mm. Uh, if you've heard the uh, the podcast. I uh, go through big chunks of information dealing the background and whatnot. And that takes me a lot of time to research that and piece it all together and get it all happening. And then I have to rehearse it so I don't trip over my tongue. There's a couple of episodes where I don't rehearse and Mm. I just stumble over my words and it's a big mess and I don't like it. People in the chat, if you have uh, invented some kind of time... Dilation machine. Yeah, please, by by all means, uh, rent it out to Ben. Don't just give it to him for free. No, yeah. Rent it out so he can use it and make some more retro trigger. I can uh, break into Floppy's house and uh, steal his PlayStation crap. This is all because he's not even 30 yet. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, Hack the Dino, leave a review. Lots of people have. We've got a five-star rating review on there already. So uh, if you don't think we're worth five stars, go there and vote us down. (laughs) Or don't. Yeah. Um, You can also catch us out. Over on hackthedino.com, of course. And uh, yeah, at Ben Rosenthal on Twitter or Mr. Benjamin on Instagram. You can also see Hack the Dino at the usual tags there. Um, thank you very much. You guys have been guys and gals and everything in between. Uh, you've been the best. We're going to leave you now with some of these thoughts. Paper clips. Bananas. Pumpkins. Bikini. Clitoris. Clitoris.